0: I just, I just had the thought of, it would be really funny if every time we had a guest, we forced them to do the <laughs> intro.
1: You want to force people to do this stupid intro? I mean,
0: it was a funny thought. I think it's a terrible idea, but. It's,
1: it's, <laughs> it's like a really good way to like get the basic information across in the worst possible way every time.
2: Hey, welcome to the show. We're Bob Wallpaper. <laughs> We've got a plan <laughs> to create an album. Oh, I don't, sorry. Hold on. I don't. Oh, no, don't I don't like, like that? the vibes. No, okay, sorry.
1: The vibes are off.
2: Oh, okay. I'll. I'll...
1: You're not reading it right.
2: Oh. Hey. Oh no. Nah. Hey. <laughs>
1: okay. <Now you're talking. laughs> Welcome yeah. to the show. Hey, I didn't see you there.
0: We're bad wallpaper.
1: Okay. All right. That
0: That's sounding right? a lot more like what it normally sounds like. So.
1: Yeah. We're okay. Bad. Okay. Whoa! Far out. Oh, Yo, you think it's like that now? I say. Bad
0: wallpaper. Wow,
1: well, dude, surf's up! <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. We're Bad Wallpaper. We've got a plan to create an album in one year by writing some music every week. We'll take our favorites, expand them into full songs, and then record our album at the end of a year. You can follow along on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Please, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe and give us a review. Follow us on Twitter at bad underscore wallpaper and on Instagram at bad dot wallpaper See, that's how you do it. That's just, you know, on the money.
0: Giving you a okay. virtual high five.
1: <laughs> virtual high five. This is just like my Zoom calls at work.
2: I need you to add the dings into that. I'll, the, I'll add the dings ding, in later. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding.
1: Anyways, Jared and I have a guest here today. Uh, it is my longtime friend, the man that introduced me to Vampire Weekend <laughs> uh, when I was a wee young lad in high school. Uh, we have my graphic designer buddy, Andrew Sexton here. Andrew, welcome. Welcome Woo. to the program.
2: Do you add in like clap tracks?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of drops on the show. There's a lot of zany noise. It's like.
2: We, we, we,
1: we, we
3: have to actually
0: record the clapping. So here. Clap break. <laughs> Yay. We got to We got to
1: get like a screen that shows like the applause uh, <laughs> sign. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah that one. Or, or you got to get one of those like morning DJ, like trigger pads and just. I
2: saw a guy once. He just had his cell phone and a microphone and he. That's
1: why was the cell phone for.
2: I think he was playing the music from there.
1: Oh, it was just literally music from the cell phone and he was making <laughs> I think the air funny part, horn noises over it.
2: The funny part was, was they hired the guy. It was for a, me- a wedding in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that rocks. This is the greatest wedding DJ so they Actually, in North pay, American they money.
2: They paid money for that. <laughs> that rocks. Or pesos. Sick. They paid pesos.
1: Yeah. Andrew's spent some time in Mexico.
2: Yeah. That was fun.
1: That was a lot of fun. I went down with him a few times. Good times. We've been buddies for a long time. Yet again, Jared is stuck hanging out with my friends. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) If Jared just had uh, friends that uh, were really good graphic designers, maybe they could come on the podcast and do our graphic design.
2: It's true. I just think that his parents paid us to stay around, and we have stayed long past them paying us now.
0: (laughs) Jake's entire childhood was actually just his his parents' uh, orchestration. Jared, yeah.
1: Did my dad like slip you a 20 when I moved into the dorm? (laughs)
0: Yeah. I've been been trying to keep it on the down low. Yeah,
1: (laughs) That was all it took to bribe you into being my friend. A 20. That's pretty low bar in my opinion. Like
2: (laughs) I took I took at least a thousand dollars.
1: You took at least a thousand dollars as a child. Okay, thank you, Andrew.
2: Yep, just a I little buy child. that.
1: Just a little child. <laughs> just a young child.
3: <laughs>
1: <sighs> well, we uh, had to pay you to be our friend in this instance by asking you to make us a little graphic design. Yes. Also known as art, I guess. I don't know what's Andrew. Could you please elaborate on the difference between art and graphic design?
2: Um, you could (laughs) sell. I have no idea. Well, I didn't know this was gonna be like a a a class like this is like
1: real NPR shit. We're gonna ask you about your craft.
2: Oh, my craft. No, this is. I mean, I guess it's a art form, but I wouldn't call it. art i mean it,
0: it's
1: art it's art on and for the computer
0: yeah i guess so. i think i think what happened was uh andrew had art like legitimate art that he created and it happened to be digital but right then right. then he shared it with us and we were like oh yeah we love that can we make it a brand and then he did <laughs> well, all the didn't. boring graphic design Ooh. stuff <laughs> where you know you have fonts and kerning, and
2: and now it's
0: uh,
2: yeah, added to that. I need to make sure this is like right in front of my face,
0: because I keep looking. I
2: I was like get prepared oh, on like this screen, the other and now direction. I'm looking at yeah. this screen, so I'm like, oh <laughs> shit.
1: These are the kinds of things you gotta you gotta consider when you're in the podcasting world. Again, we're teaching you the. The rules of the trade here today.
0: Rules
2: of the trade.
0: Rule one: Get a Joe Rogan microphone and talk directly into it. Really seriously.
1: (laughs) Yeah, kind of, kind of make sure your voice is as
2: gravelly and quiet as possible. It'll sound better that way. Like the ASMR videos.
0: Are you making? I can't. I can't tell if you're making fun of me, Jake, (laughs) (laughs) or
2: you're making fun of yourself. No, 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 uh, no.
1: no.
0: (laughs) I would never make fun of you, (laughs) Jern.
1: I've only yeah. said kind things at you and about you.
2: Yeah. Always. Only ever. <laughs> but yeah, no, we, we've created a brand for bad wallpaper, right?
1: That's right. We're like the target dog with the, the spot on his eye is yeah. our little skull guy.
2: Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. We got the, we got the bad wallpaper. We got the, the BW, we got the, the different fonts. That's the, and then you got your brand.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say, I I wrote this down. Art. Let's talk about the art design, and then it dawned on me. uh, We're talking about something that we cannot see. (laughs) We were just like, yeah, we got fonts, we got skulls.
2: You could kind of, I mean, in a way, you could. They're interacting with your new design whenever they're listening to the episode. So that's true. There you go. So I guess.
1: If you're listening to this episode, you've probably seen the new art and you're like, oh, I wonder if the new art's still coming. No, that's the new art. You probably already <laughs> downloaded it with this episode, uh, but it looks great uh, compared to the old art, which looked like doo-doo, because I designed it uh, on a, I don't even know, uh, like some sort of free website.
2: MS Paint
1: PowerPoint. It wasn't even MS Paint. It was on the internet that let me like <laughs> type on top of it, you know, oh. it was really bad.
2: Now it's retro.
1: We're graduating here. It's like every every man must eventually reach the point where they they pay for their brand. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just a, a boy. You don't know.
0: Or the the other take is that in this day and age of just digital proliferation, if you don't have right, like right. a professional, cohesive, visual brand, people just overlook you because they, there's that expectation you know if you're like (laughs) if i'm going to consume this media i want it to be like legit and your uh crappy graphic design jake just was not legit
1: (laughs) i mean let's be perfectly honest yeah no one's gonna listen to a podcast uh when they think the creator is too stupid to make out like an album art for the the podcast yeah and i realized i realized a little too late that i was too stupid to do it uh, and that i needed help but you know we got there
2: it also it was also like one of those things where it's like uh, it also took me like a year to make this this was a year in the making well you were busy drum roll please <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not just not just jake was too stupid he was also too uncreative untalented um, had <laughs> yeah, lack you're of right. vision right there we go sorry oh, thank you for corrected.
2: clarifying you're right
1: you're right stupid was too reductive <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it doesn't capture how empty my mind is, oh, but man. Andrew, you had a full-time job. You were, you know, working on other people's projects that, you know, maybe, uh, had legitimate businesses or, um, you know, palpable things that they create, uh, rather than whatever this is. So,
0: <laughs> and it, and it had to simmer. We gave you such a, a broad, <laughs> uh, like vision board that it, it, it all really, came
2: to. It all came together in the end, too. I
1: I think we gave you nothing. I think we said, uh, we want it to be understated, but uh, cool. <laughs> and you were like, how about this? And we were immediately like, that's it. You did it. You're on the right track, buddy. Because we were like, I got nothing, man. I just need a direction here.
2: This right here.
1: Right here. This is the brand.
2: That's not a knife. This is a knife.
1: All right. I'm I think this is a good bit. I think we're gonna keep the Australian accents going the rest of the app. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Solid.
2: I can't do This that. is a good comedy. But yeah, no. We created the brand. Uh hopefully you can live up and stand the test of time. That's what the goal would be. But also, it's you know, a brand meant to evolve. So as <laughs> time goes on, your brand evolves. And if your brand does not evolve then your brand dies and it does not stand the test of time. And that's how it works.
1: Wow. Now now, now you're the one teaching class here. You're the one teaching class. Two-way street. I think if we know anything about companies, uh, our brand can only get more boring from here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. It must only become plain text uh, that is unaltered, like Times New Roman and just the name of your brand.
0: Yeah, I think a, a good example of that is there was like a one year period where Microsoft's official brand and their font was like the this like heavy metal, like word art type <laughs> font. And then they got rid of it and it was this boring, like corporate digital thing. And then they made it even more boring and just made it like. <laughs> holy, holy.
1: <laughs> right. And what you're saying is it was cool when it was just like word art that said Microsoft.
0: Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> much to think about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, check
1: it out on the podcast feeds and on the social media feeds and all that. Uh hopefully we're we're catching some eyes with the the great art, the great design, and we appreciate you very much, Andrew.
2: Hey, thank you. I appreciate that.
1: This way if we're nice to you on the podcast, maybe you'll tell people to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. or hey, as if we just out. like
2: check it out.
1: Hey, these guys these guys seem to really like me.
2: <laughs> for some
0: reason,
1: there's they <laughs> I have friends, <laughs> they exist.
0: All right, can you see this? Oh, oh that is. that kicks
1: ass. I Look didn't know that. that existed. It was
0: super dope for like a year, and then it was boring for a long time, and then also boring. <laughs>
1: yeah, it just got more and more boring,
0: but yeah, it was this super cool, like, yeah, we're a band.
1: Yeah, actually, I want to rebrand to the old Microsoft logo as our primary font. <laughs> kind of looks like Metallica.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay. laughs> we'll, He's we'll like, do, I'll, we'll, I'll get right we'll, on that. We'll do yeah. our Metallica throwback. Yeah. like uh, <laughs> the It'll be like a partial, a sub brand. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like brands should like participate in Halloween. Like, this is our brand, it's just wearing a costume.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: like are you talking about like the google doodle
0: i mean kind of but like <laughs> the google doodle i mean <clears> the <throat> same.
2: i don't know you can you could do stuff like that like i know a lot of people who i mean it, i think the other cool part is like you're just a band so it's also like you could do whatever you want with your this is not even necessarily like a a brand brand that's set in stone
0: you know right i mean for all intensive purposes oh, yeah. you
2: have it but like
0: I, f- I forgot about this too we can make we can make that a brand sometime yeah
2: that's very nice do whatever you want with
0: it
1: another great visual element Jared way to bring it to the table
0: <clears throat> oh yeah okay break over it we're back to podcasting now cool we gotta clap again
1: <laughs> hey Jake just cut that back in Uh wherever
0: <laughs> right if, yeah. if uh,
1: uh, so Jared what's been uh, what's been up with you for the last week or so
0: yeah uh well i went to portland oregon after recently visiting portland maine
1: Mm, mm.
0: doing the back-to-back portland tour
1: everyone's always talking about how they want to do the back-to-back portland tour but you actually (laughs) made it happen
0: (laughs) made it happen yeah i'd say portland oregon has uh more stuff going on than portland Maine. you don't have to
1: make this personal every time
0: you haven't even been to Portland, Maine yet. <laughs>
1: I know I haven't. I just gotta defend the Eastern Seaboard.
0: Yeah. So it was pretty pretty normal visit. You know, we're just eating some good food, drinking some good beer. Uh, we were at this restaurant, and then this guy just walks by, like smoking a like huge pipe, and I'm like, "That's Portland right there." He put that in his pipe and smoked it. Um.
1: So. You, yeah. so- the wackiest thing you saw in Portland was a guy with a big pipe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How big of a pipe are we talking about though? Okay, not, it wasn't like massive, but no. it was like, you know, like ornate and like, you know, had a nice curve to it. And he was like, you know, mm. you got to really like cradle that. And-
1: it, you thought it was Gandalf enough to remark on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. and I honestly haven't seen somebody in public walking around with a pipe ever except back whenever we used to do that in college because we thought we were cool.
1: I was just telling somebody about that. I was like, we used to do that all the time. We would smoke our little corncob pipes thinking we were uh, very neat and intellectual.
0: Yeah, I will definitely say that's my preferred way of uh, consuming nicotine if, if, if I had to.
1: <laughs> in a pinch.
0: <laughs> in a pinch. Yeah, it is, it is kind of pleasant.
1: I'm still just unpacking that like your, your, uh, Hey, keep Portland weird baby story as a guy with a big <laughs> pipe walking down the street. It's like, Hey, yeah.
0: if, if you were there, keep you'd Portland, be, it would have, weird, it would have caught you, you would have caught your attention to I mean, it was just immediately like, Oh yeah, this is Portland. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't crazy, but I mean, you don't see that everywhere. So
1: that's true. That is, that yeah. does feel like a very Portland phenomenon.
0: Yeah. Uh, while I was there, we were watching some uh, football and some soccer, and there was a uh, ad that kept coming on for a local restaurant. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Taco Bell? <laughs> <clears throat> but the uh, thing that was notable about it was I had to do a double take because I was like, wait, I know that song in the background. <laughs> That's Holiday by Turnstile. What? What? Um, was this one
1: of the ads with Pete Davidson in it? That's what I I do want to know that.
0: I think it was, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I wonder, I do you think was. Pete picked the Turnstile song?
0: Wait, no, 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 no. The the Pete Davidson ones are the one where he's like, this breakfast taco is what I wanted. It's, right. Yeah, those aren't very good. Yeah, I don't think, no, I don't <laughs> Okay, it think- <laughs> was not I a Pete
1: Davidson choice. Okay, yeah. good to know.
0: And actually, maybe we should ask, uh Andrew cuz I think he just refreshed himself on this before it was Pete <laughs> Davidson in the clip that he saw No Pete Davidson okay. was not in the clip All right that's a no go on the it. Pete Davidson
2: I thought those Pete Davidson ones were weird because they were not in good I don't know they weren't that funny <laughs> But the, I mean know, the, the turns out That's the Pete, Pete Davidson good, I'm not going to lie for as for all intensive purposes of a commercial like they did a pretty good job with whatever they used their song for. Honestly,
1: look, the real lesson here is that Turnstile can make anything seem cool, including Taco Bell, which I do like Taco Bell. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but it sounds cooler with Turnstile over it. So that's mm-hmm. a it's an easy win if you need to sound cool. Yeah. <laughs> I I've been I've been saying this. I I I can't stop saying this. We need a baseball closer to walk out to like blackout by turnstile. I think that would be a perfect baseball closer song. And the fact that I don't know of any using turnstile at this point, it's ridiculous. They
2: got to up their game. Yeah. That would be a, that would be a good song.
0: Yeah. I could have given the Phillies the motivation they needed to like, not suck.
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: Lose their, lose their lead in game six. And, That's right. You know, just, just let the Astros win again. No one wanted that. Literally, no one.
1: Yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> Maybe Houston.
1: Oh, did you guys? <laughs> did you guys that. see Ted Cruz get a beer thrown at him?
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard about. It. I didn't actually watch it.
1: That's a classic. <laughs> guys going to prison though. I don't think that's worth it.
0: Yeah. Just
1: remember, it's not. It's not worth it to go to prison by vaguely threatening Ted Cruz. That's. <laughs> That's not a good cost-benefit analysis, in my my book.
2: <laughs> and that guy did not weigh the risk-reward benefits on that one.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to jail for Ted Cruz in any capacity.
0: <laughs> did you Did you guys see the stand-up comedian who got a beer thrown at her? Yeah, that was.
2: She yeah. chugged
1: it. She's yeah. cool.
0: Oh, she was yeah, cool.
2: Yeah, I did see that.
0: Chug yeah, it. Ted Cruz gets a beer thrown at him, and he like cries. Ch- has he tries to arrest the guy? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, this guy tried to assassinate me
0: <laughs> with a with
2: aluminum.
1: Yeah, it was full. To be fair, I
2: mean, uh, that, uh, it's got so some it heft to it. Maybe maybe he was thirsty and he needed his thirst quenched.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I do think if he would have chugged it, I would have had a little respect for him. But
2: it's true. No, no. Said that would have been too democratic of a result. Though.
1: Was that, is that how politics? Works? Yep. yep. You got to Hey, I'm always saying you got to vote for the guy who, if they have a beer thrown at him, they would chug it. <laughs> oh. That's the new I would have a beer with that guy uh, rubric.
2: Do you really? And that's why think... John
1: Fetterman is going <laughs> to take home the W in Pennsylvania today.
2: I was like, do you think? I think if uh, someone threw a beer at Beto O'Rourke, Beto would definitely chug that beer.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I bet if somebody threw a beer at Greg Abbott, he would try to wheelchair himself out of the way.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but you guys aren't making a case for my political theory because Beto O'Rourke has not won anything in his life. That's true. So <clears throat> that's unfortunate. That's <laughs> not looking but good for my case. A, he
0: could win the beer chugging
2: contest if someone threw one at him. I, I do agree.
0: So we need to show up at a Beto O'R- O'Rourke rally and chug beers at him and when they're like what the fuck are you doing we're like we're giving him an opportunity to this sign is a, yeah. <laughs> this is a
1: golden opportunity buddy yeah you gotta grab this by the horns
2: what are you gonna do are you gonna be like your friend over there resting people or are you gonna yeah. you gonna chug that beer that i just threw at you that's what you're gonna say no. yeah
1: and then they're gonna say it was a plant
2: they're
0: gonna say it <laughs> yeah. was a
1: plant but no yeah. i'm just crazy
0: yeah, and then you know they'll find this piece of audio that we put on the public re- r- record. Yep, <laughs> mm,
3: mm, oh. mm.
2: that's ben gonna go really ben well ben for ben us.
0: Ben. So. Uh, clap! All right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Again, that's not how it works. That's just more stuff for me to edit out.
0: Like how Andrew's committed to the like I'm gonna clap randomly, but still very quietly. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Again, you want to annoy me, but not your wife. <laughs> yeah. That's the works. whole yeah. goal.
0: That is how it works. Yeah. I can't now say that I, I
1: blame you. No repercussions for annoying me.
0: <laughs> now, now that I've been in Jake's apartment, I can only imagine how annoyed Leah is at our <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> Just, you have I'm to sure. hear it, like every word of it. <laughs> Probably. There's no escape.
1: When I go, oh, my wife is so annoying on the podcast. <laughs> she has to hear it twice. Once when I say it and once when I put it on the podcast. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but then not yep. a third time because she doesn't listen to it.
1: Well, no, the second time was <laughs> when she listens to the podcast.
2: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I don't know when the when when's the other time she would hear it.
2: When you're trying to like play it to edit it.
1: Oh yeah, she doesn't listen to that shit.
2: Yeah. See, that's what
1: I was <laughs> no trying to way. say. I see right. now. I see now.
0: I think Andrew Good. just assumed you you made Leah. You made your wife edit our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like I just assume that he's You don't just, get dinner until you edit this. I,
2: I just assume that he just edited it out loud the whole time, no <laughs> headphones on. It's just really loud. It's like ever ever ever. I do that when I'm
1: home alone, but I do not do that when uh, there are other people. Here. It's like
2: super loud, it's just and she's like, yeah.
1: can, you, can you excuse you. This is the most annoying thing I've ever heard, and I'm like, shh. I'm I'm doing a crossfade.
2: My, my podcast is the most annoying thing you've ever heard.
1: Yeah. Everyone knows a woman's place is in the home editing my podcast
0: for no money. Honestly, kind of tangentially to that, but like early on when I was like recording my riffs and stuff, I would do the same part over and over and over again trying to get it right. <laughs> and like, yeah. It definitely like became a problem. <laughs> it was like, stop playing that over and over and over again. It sounds. It just makes it sound so bad. Is what my, <laughs> my dear now. wife would tell to me. <laughs> and you know what? She kind of was right. And I think that feedback actually helped me like kind of break out of like well, perfectionist like mindset.
1: Sometimes you need to be told you're annoying. Well, while you were in Portland, Jared, uh, I was at I was at the show. I was at the concerts. Doing the sh- the, sh- the jams with the bands, uh, and I saw Soccer Mommy live, which was a great experience. I know we have talked a lot about Soccer Mommy. I think she was a recent respiration of mine, and she put on a great live show. A uh, pretty big venue here at the House of Blues, and yeah, I, th- I think like a very, a very spacious vibe. Uh, she had like all these, you know, kind of moving lights in the background very slow groovy kind of uh feel to the whole thing and uh yeah great show highly recommend checking out soccer mommy live
2: there's one song from soccer mommy that i really like
1: that's what do you know which one
2: just the one song
1: okay is it dog what dog is it the one about being a dog
2: uh no i don't think so
1: uh is it the one about flowers
0: I'm looking it up. You could just stop guessing. <laughs> is it the one about plumbing?
1: Yeah. No, it's that one. It's definitely that one.
2: No, it's just the the rom com 2021. Is there that two, Is rom com 2004? I think that's the one that I like.
0: Is that the one that's on the latest edition of collab tracks?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, actually, you're right. <laughs> wow!
1: What a plug. Okay. What's a plug. collab tracks? <laughs> What's collab tracks, Jared? Well, Jared, you don't oh, need to answer Yeah, that. Jared,
2: what's collab tracks?
1: <laughs> you tell them. Tell them. Jared, what is this hot new thing that I need to be checking out?
0: <clears throat> it's a it's a creative project that takes <laughs> elements of graphic design and poetry and playlist construction. Nice.
1: Oh, that sounds well, like that a great project, Jared.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks
2: for- was- I thought that was a pretty good description
0: of it totally my whole thing you know yeah
1: yeah you, again if you if you want some help with your brand andrew we can help you out
2: my brand
0: i have a couple
1: yeah, of brands br- it's
2: really disjointed right now i'm trying to get it under one but you, it's working you got out too right.
1: many brands buddy
2: yeah no collab tracks is actually doing like i'm gonna actually combine it with a record label here called the record machine oh Whoa. no not just be pretty cool they have That's uh, fun that it's a it's a local record label in Kansas City, which is pretty cool. Got to know the owner. He has like Black Hippie is one of his bands, which is pretty cool. Or uh, what's the Hall Johnston, I think. Is Hobo on there. Johnson?
0: Hobo Johnson? Not Hobo Johnson. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think
2: I did that once. Yeah, it's Hall Johnson. <laughs> Hall Johnson. If you guys haven't listened to Hall Johnson, you should, li- you should check him out. There are... They're pretty good. Wonderful. Yeah. They're really good. Very. They're from very Austin, nice. Texas, but I got to see them when they were here in Kansas City and I I enjoyed them. Like it was kind of funny because like it it was a bunch of bands from the same record label and like you could kind of tell like from the local like not as experienced on stage and stuff like that with the crowd yeah. to you know very experienced like interacting with the crowd to Then you have like Hall Johnson. So it was like Black Hippie did a really good job like interacting with the crowd and like playing, like, you know, vibing with the crowd and having a really good time. And then Hall Johnson goes up there and it's like no interaction with the crowd. Like, it's almost like Kurt Bile-esque, like super awkward, like indie dudes up there and they're just playing the music, but it sounded so good. And they did a really good job playing though, you know?
1: Yeah, sometimes you like get to a, like the actual headliner band and they're all tuned up and everything and they're, they're all dialed in and the sound and the sound just takes like a, a huge turn and gets like insanely good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone should, how can they find collab tracks
2: right now? It's on my Instagram, but my Instagram <laughs> would be sextandesign.ai. That would be the, the handle. But, um, wow. That was, yeah that's my personal design account uh you can find it on there but also it's just housed on spotify right now capitalist pigs spotify we,
1: no we Club. love spotify around here they don't rip off artists actually um and no. they're really nice they're really nice that's, that's
2: where we're housing it right now and so
1: we got, so you have a better option <laughs> well
2: no there's no better option honestly
1: yeah that's no, the problem i have no idea
2: <laughs> I don't know what to do with it, but...
1: Yeah. yeah, you're kind of stuck.
2: Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if I maybe had somebody who had Apple Music, and then I could just make them make the playlist on Apple Music too, and then everybody mm. can have it, but I have no idea. But you're
1: not going to bother
0: doing that.
2: No, because I don't want to pay any more money. That's fair. <laughs> we got to stream everything.
0: If you send an envelope with $19.29 exactly okay. to Kansas City, Missouri, you will receive the first collab tracks cassette tape. (laughs) Oh. And then for uh, unknown amount of money, you can subscribe. I wonder how many cassette tapes it would take to put like, cause some of those. I wonder how, I wonder how fast
2: I could get in trouble for doing that. But also (laughs) like, but also like now I'm thinking like, tape recorder playing the music on my speakers and recording it and then it sounds
1: so good dude
2: And then literally just like mailing it like that would that honestly like that would just fit the aesthetic and everything and i think people would dig that but also like for nineteen and ninety nine cents, i would probably <laughs> no get cents. i would probably get sued for everything i was worth after that
1: how about this how about this you're not you're selling your art you're selling the art In the cassette box, the cassette just comes with it. It's a mixtape. You're not selling the cassette.
2: I still think it's getting a little that's getting a little hazy there. I don't know. I
1: don't know. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but you should take my legal advice. But
2: there's like I don't know.
1: You're just a coward. (laughs) A little bit. You come onto this podcast (laughs) and you act so tough.
0: It would it would be the first um Music piracy via cassette tape lawsuit <laughs> since like nineteen ninety six. That's true.
1: Right. Just I like when know. my dad like, would would steal the uh, CDs from the library. It was before even those times.
2: <laughs> Honestly though, like that's not a bad idea. All I'd have like you just set up a little cassette recorder and just that would be it. Like that's not a bad idea.
1: This is our second incriminating evidence on this podcast. It's pretty good. It is. That's pretty good.
2: <laughs> That's <is>. pretty good. <laughs> so there we go. We can move on to number three there.
1: We'll get it in. I, I don't think we need to force it. I think we got plenty of time left in the in the recording sesh.
0: That's true. All right. That is so, true. Third, third piece of incriminating evidence. I killed Aaron Carter. <laughs> no, no. Jeez.
1: <sighs> okay, there we go. Jared, you know what? You win. <laughs> or keeping that one. That's the transition to talking about rest in peace to Aaron Carter. Do you want to talk more about young Aaron and his his tribulations?
0: Um well I heard a bunch of rumors.
1: <laughs> Ooh, we should state those <laughs> as fact. Let's let's, let's, let's I
0: totally mean, like just, you know, dish on it.
1: <laughs> I mean, the real news really is it sounds like he was having a really hard time. His family was all worried about him. Uh, He was struggling with a lot of different things. Uh, Hollywood chewed him up and spat him out. And then he was struggling from then on out. So it's a very sad story uh, that I'm glad you made light of, Jared.
0: I feel bad about it now. (laughs) You do not feel bad about it. Well, so, I mean, it's one of those, you know, like, who, like, appreciated Aaron Carter for his music, like, you know, other than being part of the, like the boy band and the like teenage idol kind of like scene, uh, you know, but I, it it is kind of interesting to like think about like that and how that sowed the seeds for maybe you know like where we're at today with like the pop currents that are still flowing, and it it, it it's sad that like the success you know maybe that he did seed in that period he never like really got to see and and it's got to be so hard to like try to continue to make a living, you know, or sustain a certain lifestyle off of something that you're just like not possible it's not you're not capable of anymore, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're not capable of being a teenage idol when you're like 36.
2: Yeah. What are you
0: trying to reference um, like that? What are you trying to say like Blink-182 should stop playing music? Yeah, because no one likes you when you're 23 or 43.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's also like, I feel like Aaron Carter was early in terms of like kids that had some talent that were just, yeah, thrust into this like pop machine. And same with like all these Disney Channel stars that came after him. If anything, that's like what he was like an early adopter of as well is like being taken advantage of as a child by like Disney followed up by, you know, like Demi Lovato and uh, Olivia Rodrigo and every other child star. So that's cool. I think that's fun.
0: Which, which uh, like adult animation TV show parodied boy bands the best. There's, there's like, there's a good Simpsons one. I know there's a South Park one. I think there's like a Rick and Morty kind of like spoof on it.
1: Well, considering you don't remember the, the name of any of these fake boy bands, I'm going to say none of them were all that impactful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, was it the the South Park one where like they end up being on a, uh, like they, they make them be a boy band that's like They're, on a uh, – on a, what do you mm-hmm. call those things? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the floating boats that planes okay. land on. Okay, aircraft an aircraft carrier. aircraft carrier. Aircraft carrier, that's it, yeah. Um, and they have to like, they're they're actually using them as like military recruitment or something. I think, yeah, you, you know, you know what, Jared? Am I, am that, 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 that was right? a great episode it's of great, South Park that you
1: <laughs> described on this podcast.
0: <laughs> and now we've done number three. Cartman Forms a Boy band. It's a real episode. Okay.
1: Unforgivable is that oh, we I think talked about an episode of South Park. I think they're... Andrew and I weren't allowed to watch South Park growing up. So. That's
0: true. <clears throat> well, Maybe Andrew not. was, but he wasn't allowed to tell you that he was watching it <laughs> by
1: the contract. Oh, yeah. That was part of the agreement. <laughs>
0: that was part of the money.
1: I do remember Andrew having an illicit stash of R-rated horror movies. That was funny.
2: The elusivity is that even a word. The elusive, elucid- <laughs> the elusive. I don't
0: know.
1: I mean, elusive is a word, but it's a different word.
0: Elusivity. That was really hard to say. See, I, I, I yeah. found the loophole was uh, my parents would let me check anything out from the library because there was just <laughs> an assumption that <laughs> there was some kind of vetting process.
1: You you were back in like the. The like porno section of the library, like behind the <laughs> curtain, like it was a blockbuster.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Family video. The back room.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. What what kind of movies were you getting at the library then, Jared?
0: I'm just saying, like, with interlibrary alone, there there <laughs> the, the world was the your
1: oyster. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could get cool. any DVD
1: in the state of Missouri. That's <laughs> <laughs> Just takes three weeks, but it's worth it. <laughs> I heard there's some boobies in this one.
2: This one's about them African tribes. <laughs> None of them wear tops or bottoms.
0: <laughs> more, more like national pornographic.
2: There you oh, go, nailed yeah. it.
0: Ooh-hoo-hoo.
1: Well, the other sad news that I'm not going to let you ruin with a transition joke. Uh, Is that Mimi Parker from Lowe has uh, passed away? Rest in peace to Mimi Parker. Uh, I know, Jared, we talked about it a little while ago. They had to drop out of some shows with Death Cab. Yeah, that was probably the right move. Hopefully, they got to spend some time together and spend some time with family and stuff, but uh, very sad to see.
0: Yeah. A couple of things I didn't really realize about Lowe was that, uh, you know, the two main, the, the, Two main members were married. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I didn't actually know that. And then, I also for some reason assumed they were from Europe. Like (laughs) I thought they were. It's
1: very experimental. It must be from Europe.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I think. But no, they're from yeah Minnesota, Uh, and I mean they're they're also Mormon, so they also fit in that same like uh, you know lineage of great Mormon performers like the Osmonds and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the killers the romneys (laughs)
2: are we just like naming things now
1: Uh, mormons (laughs) specifically but yeah
0: (laughs) the joseph smiths
1: yeah joseph and the smiths (laughs) uh yeah i i mean it's crazy i think they like knew each other from when they were like kids and stuff and had been, yeah, married for a long time, and then did music together. So that that was like an interesting piece of their relationship as well as it was it was like a creative outlet for the both of them. Yeah,
0: and there was so yeah, Mimi Parker died of ovarian cancer. Yeah. So heavy stuff. Um, she had a quote though from like when she was diagnosed, and it was. Kind of, I mean, inspiring, but also, like, you know, it's one of those, like, it really hits you. Yeah. But she, she was, like, a lot of people will, you know, say, like, why me? But she was, like, her her thinking was, like, well, why not me? Like, life's random, you know? Like, random sicknesses like this happen. And yeah. like, I had just as much of a chance of it happening to me as anyone else. So um, there you just have to, and that's part of life is, like, accepting, you know, the randomness of it. and. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I saw that quote as well. That yeah, very wise take, a very uh, level-headed take when you're going through something so serious. And yeah, she was she was a brilliant artist, I think as well. What what shows in that statement? That's yeah. Well, after right, after we that keep sad pal- news, yeah, we need to we need to power forward before goodness. we all cry.
2: Greener pastures, not ones that people have been buried in. People have been buried in most pastures. I don't know if you that knew true. that.
0: That's why they're called pastures, because it's past you earns. What do you think? What do you think, Jake?
1: I was just earlier in this podcast talking about how professional I think you are. And how <laughs> how I think, you know, you, you cut it, you know, you're a clean cut guy, kind of like a you know a role model for the kids out there and then you come with this kind of stuff and i just i can't believe it (laughs) disappointed in you so many
0: kids it's a great a great soundbite i hope (laughs) i I hope you just cut that in like at random places like in the future all right i'm disappointed in you jared
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we'll put that on your uh your soundboard for
0: the morning show I'm disappointed. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <clears throat> there it is. Did uh, did my parents pay you to say that to me?
1: <laughs> Your parents actually did pay me to say that to you. <laughs> that they're that they're disappointed in you. And that was oh, that one was even free. They offered me money, and I said, <laughs> "I got this." What's like, this on the house?
0: Bring him down a notch. Like let's. Uh, <laughs> Bring it Let's down. Let's crush that self-esteem.
1: Andrew is our guest. What have you been listening to?
2: Well, uh... <laughs> honestly, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, actually. I listened to that new Joji album. That jo- new Joji album was really good.
0: Um, Joji. Yeah. Joji was the artist most known for being, like, the pink guy, yep. right? Yep. The Ah, oh, guy.
1: that guy. That's who that guy is. Mm-hmm.
2: That is Joji. I think I was just reading something about how he was trying so hard to be able to escape that and that he's like almost getting there, I guess. But like, like people are actually taking him seriously as a musician now, which is, I guess, kind of cool. I've always thought his music was really good, though. So kind of aside from that, I guess I don't I don't know. I don't know how I never knew he was like the pink guy. But I guess I then I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny.
0: That's that is Filthy the pink Frank. guy, Frank. Is that what his name was? Filthy Frank? Sass,
2: Something like yeah.
1: that? You're right, Jim. Jared. We got to get you some kind of shtick. Yeah,
0: well, I I can be the uh, pale blue guy.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I I've, gonna be an I Avatar. was listening to that that album. That was a pretty good one. And then I think it's called Smithereens. And then of course, oh, I was uh, had a friend uh, tell me about gene dawson it's an album called chaos now that i think just came out and this that one's pretty fun too it has a song called bad fruit that has earl sweatshirt that it's pretty good also i mean uh there's another one with george Clinton. you can just cut that one out i thought it said something else but it doesn't matter anyway going do you think it to- said
1: george clinton and it did. Yeah,
2: I thought I almost thought it said George Clinton. I was like, whoa! <laughs> no. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um That's pretty cool. No, but that Bad Fruit song with Earl Sweatshirt's real good. So I like it. It's different. It's different, and I like it.
1: There's a lot of like guitar texturing and stuff in the production. Yeah. I I think it sounds really nice.
2: mm mm-hmm. Does sound pretty nice. I liked it. I mean Just the way that, like, I don't know. I've never listened to this. I've never listened to them before, before this album. So I'm kind of, it made me excited to listen to more of their stuff. Yeah, definitely.
0: I saw Earl Sweatshirt open for Thundercat, who opened for Anderson Pac. Oh, yeah. Which was a pretty cool show. Um, That's a pretty good lineup right there. Like, when when the full lineup is just, yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. it's good. It's good. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Very, but very good brag. So, so Gene Dawson. Yeah. The track has Earl Sweatshirt on it, and it's guitar layered.
2: So here, here we go. The artist is Gene Dawson. The album okay. is Chaos Now. The okay. song is Bad Fruit. <laughs> there we go. Got it all out.
1: Wow. We could. I think we can cross-reference that. You know, yeah, I think I, I think that's that exactly boy. enough
0: information yeah. for
3: listeners
1: to. <laughs> Fe- to f- Featuring Earl Sweatshirt, I bet I can find this tune.
2: Yeah, right now, right here, right now.
1: <laughs> the the world is at my fingertips.
0: <laughs> but I, I it's a tangent. But I I literally <laughs> left a comment on back when uh, NPR let you leave comments on like articles.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Asking the like all songs considered people, like what the name of one of the bands that they like just mentioned in passing was because they didn't like actually post it and I couldn't like understand like how it spell. was spelled have, or whatever. <laughs> Turned out it was Neil's Neil from the like ambient piano artist, but uh, they replied to me and they were like, Here you go, felt cool.
1: That was how hard and it used funny. to be to get that yeah. kind of information. <laughs> Yeah, you had to you had to comment on the NPR.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's funny. Comment these days are back in the days when you couldn't Shazam it.
1: (laughs) Those were dark days. I always feel stupid when I Shazam stuff because I'm like, oh,
2: I should have known that. Oh, (laughs) if I Shazammed it, then I didn't know it.
1: That's that's wise.
2: What else? Are you, what are you guys
1: listening to? Well, you're no, you're not moderating this. I don't
2: want to moderate anymore.
0: <laughs> don't make me moderate.
1: I, I'm not letting you moderate. You try <laughs> to take the reins.
0: I'll do, I'll do some quick hits here. No,
1: don't listen was, to him. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> what were you talking about before? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Hey, Jared, what have you been listening to? Oh, <laughs> <dang>. <laughs> That so wasn't even imp- a burn. I just know you forgot already. I was like, oh, you probably don't even know what you're going to talk about.
0: Let's move on. And this is why we don't get guests on the episode. <laughs> he's a big meanie. A meanie. And and our guests never come back. Yeah. He's, a, he's a blue meanie, just like the blue meanies on the Beatles' Yellow Submarine. Well,
1: and what people don't understand, uh, real quick, what people don't understand is that I push people away just because I, it, it proves to myself that like I don't deserve love, but, uh, but it's really tried,
2: pushing people away. You've tried so hard, but, but, you've got so far, but the, in the end, it didn't yeah. even matter.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, I got some quick hits. So, <laughs> also on NPR, uh, I listened to the interview uh, with uh, the son of George Martin who remastered he's been remastering Beatles records and he has like unprecedented access to all of like the stems and like all of the takes and stuff. Dang. Yeah. So I'd heard the, I really liked his remaster of Sergeant Peppers. That one I really thought like brought mm-hmm. a lot of like new life to the album. Mm-hmm. And that was because he had like actually like good material to kind of work with. Like he actually had uh, like left and right pan, like kind of things that he could like, with new technology like reconfiguring stuff. Yeah, yeah. So Revolver though is kind of a different story. So they Revolver was recorded on four tracks, like that's it. And they like had to bounce stuff all like down into to one track and then so so essentially the stems that he had available to him um were, you know, it didn't give him a lot of room. So instead he used uh some like algorithmic like a- a- AI powered stuff that really? can can pull apart individual instruments from like a mixed down track to like try and get back stems, and then he used that to like span it out spatially and like panning left and right and doing the you know all of the like traditional stuff you can do whenever you're remixing and remastering. And um, yeah, it's it's an interesting experience. It's I thought it's kind of was. Little excessive, Mm. I mean, and I was listening with like headphones where it's all exaggerated, but sure. Um, it kind of took me out of the experience of listening to it that I normally get, like whenever I listen to just the normal, like mono mix, yeah. Um, and I mean, it's kind of like because, like, when I'm listening to the Beatles, I want it, I kind of want that experience of like, oh, yeah, it sounds like a little old. Um, but I will say, like, the new remaster, it sounds like a new record. Like, it does sound like it could have come out, like, recently. Um, which is really, you know, it, yeah. it's definitely worth listening to it for that experience. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that was, uh, you know, cool stuff there. Um, That led me down a path where I discovered this other 70s band called The Pretty Things. And I thought they had, I mean... It's Beatles-esque, not quite, you know, the heights of like the Beatles, but like there's some interesting stuff on their album, Parachute. So definitely check that one out. And then two other things I was listening to, Um, thanks to the Pitchfork top indie pop records of the 90s, uh, I, I found a couple of albums that I'd been meaning to listen to, and the artist is Tiger Trap which one of their members then went on to to form uh, the band Gaze. And they're from Vancouver, British Columbia, I believe. And they're kind of this like, I mean, bits of like anti-folk, but like through a pop punk lens, but like super DIY and lo-fi. So it's kind of that like twee, like fun, you know, like, like, vocals that kind of seem like a little like basic but are catchy melodies and it has that like you know driving rhythm they're fun i mean yeah they're they're like and i could see the inspiration that they left for like a lot of acts maybe like i don't know martha we were talking about them last week like i see oh sure there and like uh I don't know, maybe Frankie Cosmos too, like on the other side of like the like short, like twee kind of songs. Um, mm. I don't know. Twee's kind of the wrong like word to be using there, but... Uh,
1: hey, it's a it's an easy go-to, but I'm looking at their fans also like, and Cub is on there as a potential fan uh, similarity. So I could, I, I get what you're saying. It's It's kind of... Uh, ooh, ooh! Let's use another overused term. Is it jangly?
0: Would you say it's jangly? Oh, jangly? Yeah. oh, you got lots of jang, lots of jang, twinkly, some jingle and it's, some jangle. It's it's like jangle unchained. <laughs> jangle unchained.
1: That one really got me. <laughs> this is why I, I, I keep encouraging him. That's the thing. Is that one really? That one really landed, and I'm gonna have to edit around four other ones just to mine out that one. <laughs>
0: all right all right that's that's jared's quick hits
1: i liked your quick hits jared thanks for hitting me quick uh the quickies so uh yeah there was the it was the jared's quickies of the day uh i just wanted to talk about one album uh taylor swift released a little album called no i'm just kidding uh that was fine uh, we said we said last episode we were gonna talk about it. This episode, yeah, still probably not gonna talk about it. Uh, who cares what we have to say about that album?
0: Well, it has like made kind of a meme thing. Like, and then by meme I mean it's like a reference that my wife keeps making. I guess that's a meme. <laughs> Is this what anti- memes
1: those kids are always talking about? <laughs>
0: yeah, apparently in the song "Antihero," like there's the line like, uh, "I'm the villain, it's me." Or something yeah like that
1: I did not like that song I didn't think that was a very good song
0: yeah but my wife keeps making references to that I feel like it, she's like mischievously like oops I'm the bad one it's me right right yeah i I listened to it
2: and I don't know <laughs> it just felt hollow
1: just like your soul so it probably
2: yeah ended like I don't know it also just it was just really weirdly like repetitive like each song and I noticed too like the ones that were interesting like i noticed that what was it um there's a, a guy from the national that produced like maybe three of the songs on the album yeah. Desener or One whatever Des-
1: desner's desner is it bryce or is it aaron
2: i think it was aaron who's it aaron it. and those ones actually had like a good like start you know middle end like structure to it but then the rest of them, whenever it wasn't, you know, him or anything like that, like it just didn't have that structure to it. And so it was just really weird. So like, even from like a, that standpoint for me, like it just felt like it was missing something. I don't know. I just never got the hype.
1: Are you joining me in the war on Jack Antonoff? Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what it is.
1: Great. It's over for him. Yeah. We're building a coalition. left Left and right, really.
2: Yeah, literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah. Well, and anyways, the actual album I wanted to talk about was a, a cover album by Jeff Rosenstock and Laura Stevenson called nice. Younger Still. Uh, I shouldn't have even brought up Taylor Swift. That was my fault. <laughs> but uh, Jeff Rosenstock uh, and longtime collaborator Laura Stevenson uh, released a set of Neil Young covers, I believe, in 2019. And from like Jeff Rosenstock's perspective, it's much more chill, acoustic, uh, very vibey covers of a very vibey artist in Neil Young. Uh, but they did another EP release this past week, kind of surprise dropped it. Uh, it's called younger still instead of still young. And I really liked it. I think it, it kind of scratches like the indie folk zone a little bit. It scratches the indie folk zone, but also the, uh, alt rock zone in in certain ways.
2: So what you're telling me is we could still get the Neil Young on Spotify.
1: Yeah. You can actually now get Neil Young on Spotify. Thanks to Jeff and Laura. Yeah. And and it's their own take on it. And it's lovely. Highly recommend it. My wife is not a Jeff Rosenstock fan, uh, but I put on one of the songs on this and she was like, Whoa, what is this? (laughs) What's, what's this like?
2: Oh, cool. I have to check it out.
1: All right, we've reached the final segment of the program here, <clears throat> uh, where we choose our riffs of the month. Andrew, I'm so happy you can join us
2: Woo! on this. I'll choose beautiful, to riff beautiful journey. on your new album when it comes out <laughs> later.
1: Yeah, I mean, don't get ahead of like you can't outvote us, but like <laughs> you know, we would love your input.
2: That's it. <laughs> and that's all. like
1: feedback great I, I would love the feedback I have no, but i got no no let's feedback not get so too far. excited here good
0: job you've done a good job so
2: far
1: it's a yeah. democratic <laughs> podcast
0: so this has been like a uh extended month because of you know, <laughs> my visit to boston it's
1: very extended that was month. like
0: in between the first and the second riffs we did uh um, yeah
1: then like some people got like someone got sick or something i can't remember
0: Mm. yeah lots lots has happened
1: it's been a long month meaning know that it's been probably like two months i think it
0: i think it ended up in a good place
1: i think i'm happy with where we're at and mm. i think we got some good ones to choose from so who's gonna do it you know what jared i'll go first i'll volunteer wow <laughs> let's get this out of the way
0: know which one is stuck
1: inside my head again i hate when that happens because i mean it, it's it's weird the juice is just uh
0: <clears throat>
1: unequally distributed <laughs> that that song had the juice and so it got some of the, some extra love and attention some of the other songs i i didn't mind them i liked them in certain aspects they didn't have the juice jared they didn't have the juice
0: They're sacrificial lambs. Like you wouldn't have, (laughs) you wouldn't have written that third song if you hadn't written the other two first.
1: That's probably true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think the third one's my clear favorite. There's parts of the second one I like a lot. Uh, like actually, really like that like slow picked part. Hearing it again. Mm. Um, I could hear doing something like. American football y with that, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a slow build up and yeah. Um Yeah, again, I I like the first one too. I think it's like
0: yeah, I like the chord progression in the first one.
1: And I like I like the acoustic sound I got out of it. Uh yeah, it didn't come together as cleanly, obviously, <laughs> as the last one. So I I think that one just popped when yeah. I was riding it. Yeah. You know.
0: I I think it's one of those like let's Frankenstein those other parts together, but if, you know, we have to pick a we have to pick a riff and I like the third one the best. So lock it in. Yeah.
1: Well, aren't you going to give Andrew a chance to speak well, his mind?
0: I'm like my, my,
2: make it, make it so number one. In. Hmm. I <laughs> make it so number one. That's what I'd say.
1: Oh, unfortunately you've now been outvoted. It's going to be number three.
2: <laughs> so you like number one though?
1: Yeah. What What do you like about number one?
2: No, um, I don't know. I, this is like, it's, it's, this is interesting to me because this is like a different part of the creative brain that I do not have. I have no idea. (laughs) Like, this is all like, you know what I mean? Like, I could tell you what would be relative about, you know. Or what would be better between like different album artworks or whatever. But whenever it comes <laughs> to that stuff, I was just literally just listening to music is what I was listening to. I was like, this is fun. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, good. Okay. You know, this cool. is cool. Cool. I like, I like this. This is great. Yeah, yeah. I would listen to this. What? It, let me Shazam, you know? But so Yeah, and then you Shazam it. And you're and so like, I was just well, like, I was listening to you all talk about this because it's like, this is a different th- like world that I'm actually interested in. But like, I've never been a part of because... I do art. I don't do music. You know, it's just a different creative area. You know.
1: Yeah, and, and that's been an interesting thing. Is yeah, we've we've gotten better at like the technique for sure, and also gotten better at like the skill of songwriting. I think, and those those like are individual skills that like develop at different rates. Probably similar to, like your technical understanding of like Photoshop and your artistic visions and bringing your artistic visions to life. So it's like yeah that's been an interesting thing here is like, I think we've, we've honed both of those skills at different rates and we've gotten to a point now where we're like, Oh yeah, I can see like little bits of each of these that I like. Let's stick with this as the base and pull in elements of the other ones and and keep it moving. Yeah.
2: Yeah. makes sense. I mean, I, but yeah, no, I no. like
1: number one I, as well. I I think the, <laughs> I think it's a fun one. Jared, yeah, Jared hates it.
2: <laughs> yeah. these. A Debbie Downer. <laughs> Debbie Downer. It's
1: literally most- <laughs> never said anything mean to me in this entire podcast. <laughs> Debbie Downer.
0: It's the most. It's the most organic of the tracks, like the first one. Um, like it. Uh, you know, I, I, I. Every time I'm like, um. I don't want this to sound like a backhanded compliment, but, like, you let the, like, naturalness just flow without, like, being restricted by, like, the perfectionism, you know, of, like, oh, that note wasn't exactly how I wanted it to, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or something, but, like, you take that and you build on it, and it actually, like, all works together pretty well. I mean, like, a final recorded track would be different, obviously, but, like, you get Mm. somewhere on a demo kind of riff that I, I struggle getting to because like I have to lock it into a grid. So, um, first one is more organic in that way, but the, uh, yeah. Um, I still like the third one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That was a backhanded compliment. Uh, I actually hit all the notes that I meant to hit. (laughs) Uh, I've never, I've never messed up on the guitar once on this show. And I, I really resent you for uh, thinking that I have.
0: Yeah. Well, the vocals sucked on the first one, so.
1: <laughs> Boo! Get this guy off stage.
0: All right. What I mean, what all were right. your thoughts, Jake? Like, you didn't really.
1: No. I, I. I mean, it was. It was really one of those. I, I think this happens to be about once a month that one of them really clicks, and I find a melody, and I whip some lyrics up, and it all fits together neat. And uh, I mean, one, on just like a pure like utilitarian perspective, <laughs> obviously those ones are the easiest to pick and run with. But also, usually the ease of songwriting uh, is a good indicator for uh, the core of the song. And I, I think it has the catchiest melody as well, which, again, not everything in music, but uh sure doesn't hurt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was... Reading a, uh, uh, it's a long tangent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what you?
0: Yeah, who would have thought? Uh, a ranking. Let's go of, on a journey. A ranking <laughs> of the best Weezer songs. Like, okay. And uh, it got to the point where like they were like halfway through the list, and they were like, "Oh, here's the first song from Pinkerton," and they're like, "Guess what?" literally every song from the Pinkerton and Blue album will be on this list. <laughs> it's just that like half of you know the rest of this list was non-Pinkerton and Blue album stuff. And uh, well, part of like what they talked about, it was actually a Stephen Hyden article. Um, mm. It's his list. Uh, but uh, so there was a bassist, Matt Sharp, in like the Blue and Pinkerton albums of Weezer, and then he left and farmed the the Rentals, uh, I believe is the hmm. band name. And, you know, they write some, like, they have some good songs, but, like, they're not as good as Weezer songs. And, like, they, sure. like, the line he was, like, well, I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, I'm like, what do I like about the good Weezer songs? And it's like, they're really, really catchy, and they just sound really good, you know? And, like, It sometimes seems like chasing, you know, weird chord progressions and like the like something really novel and different, but like it doesn't necessarily sound good and isn't catchy, you know, is like interesting. (laughs) But like, I think it's important to like, nah, it's catchy. Yeah. Just, you know, I like (laughs) listening to that. Like, and guess what? Other people will like listening to that too. So uh, I think that's a, a good guiding star all right tangent over
1: it's a hit baby it's gonna yeah. that one's certainly gonna make it in the eventual stereo gum piece on the top 50 bad wallpaper <laughs> songs that's <laughs> how about the best can,
0: the top 50 jared tangents let's
1: <laughs> that, that'll be a good article that'll be a long article probably
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right is it my turn
1: yeah, let's get let's get going into the Jared Riffs.
0: All right. Forgot about this one. It was so long ago.
1: <laughs> it was like a year ago. <laughs> This is a hard one for me i'll say i so the second one i think i said it when we first listened to it but i i like it a lot i think it's a abrupt transition but i i like the droniness to it uh but just just due to like the fact that i think you got three strong entries i'm gonna eliminate it for right now wouldn't be wouldn't mind coming back to it uh the first one i thought had a lot of really cool uh kind of like jerky guitar parts that you kind of hop around a lot of different spots Uh and the last one has like that really big chorus which I think is really sick so those are all the things I'm kicking around but uh to me it's coming down to the first and the third one personally
0: yeah
2: mm. I really like the the start of the second one I did it <laughs> I did agree with the abrupt transition. So that's just the note from a artist from an artist. It's just you you're know, not allowed
1: to you're not allowed to criticize them. Only I am. Uh, <laughs> no, so so this is actually a funny part of the creative process. Is like sometimes you're like trying to capture this like big eruption, but like you don't have like the full band, and you can't like you can't like like ramp up into
2: it. No, for sure
1: ramp up into uh, it uh
2: no but i i thought that was good like it was nice like like nice vibes for that one you know uh Mm. i thought the first one i agreed with like the the jerky guitar parts like i really liked that like it was really like rough around the edges i and i i liked that feel to that and then the third one i i don't know had you know a nice little it's not Twinkle—it was just like a nice little, you know, like head bob. Like it was good, not twinkle at all. Twinkle—it's not no. the right, the right in your right eye. Word, like,
0: would you say a jangle? Would you say it was? Yeah, a a jangle.
2: <laughs> it was is very unchained.
1: <laughs> well, how are you feeling, jaren
0: Yeah, I mean, I still cringe on the second one. Like, you know, whatever I w- had in my head, it wasn't that. But you know. <laughs> That's where it came out. <laughs> and
1: I still think it's a good, a good uh yeah. drone track. The
0: the the funny thing is that's the chord progression that I keep coming back to, like just playing randomly like with an acoustic, you know. Yeah, them. yeah. Um so you know, if if we're trying to capture that, you know, bedroom guitarist audience, you know, who wants a cool mm. chord progression to learn and to to get to play, you know, in the bedroom <laughs> imagining how awesome it would be to play it in a party girl yeah or for a girl maybe you know there's something there uh looks like andrew's like uh you know really not along with that concept like he can relate (laughs) look yeah
1: who hasn't tried to learn a song on guitar so that they can impress somebody that uh, is hypothetical in
0: in every sense (laughs) i mean i'm absolutely (laughs) talking about myself Here, also, that's pretty much the only reason I learned how to play guitar.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, remember when you sang Michelle by the Beatles to a girl named Michelle and (sighs) she hated it? Yeah,
0: she literally (laughs) told me, like, whatever you do, don't play that song. And I was like, but I learned it and it's actually really cool to play. Look, here, (laughs) let me play it for you. (laughs) Yeah, I that one didn't work out for that one. I'm pretty sure she broke up with me because of that <laughs> She's like, this boy can't listen to instructions this is never gonna work <laughs> yeah um failed from day one yeah uh i don't know i kind of forgot about the hipaa violation first track mm-hmm. uh could i ask you more about that well sure
1: no, you're supposed to say no. That's a violation oh. of my HIPAA rights, but <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to not want to talk more about it.
0: Nope, can't do it. And it's not even my HIPAA rights to violate. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: getting dangerously close to violating someone's HIPAA rights right here. <laughs>
0: um Yeah. There there's a lot in that one I like, but I mean, the last one's like I I've been really happy with that. Like, the way it all came together surprised me. And it's, like, three parts, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much all there, you know? It's got the juice. It, it's already... It's good to go. Slap some lyrics on that bad boy. <laughs> Did
1: you say it's got... This one's got the juice, too? This yeah. one's got the juice.
0: You know, it takes a whole month of, like, building up, and then... Yeah, just, like... All the juice just... uh <laughs> uh
1: No, I... I... I think the third one has, I can see the, the melody sitting on top of it pretty easily, which I think is a a thing that we, we try and keep in mind with a lot of these when we don't have a a direct melody. And I think that is a, a good enough reason to put it over the first one, even though I really like, uh, the guitars in that one.
0: So I'm, I'm kind of curious. So you said you like, you liked the chorus a lot in the third one yeah I'm curious what you what part of it you thought was the chorus it's the part that goes Okay, yeah, yeah. I like that I part that's the chorus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, i didn't know if maybe you thought the bridge part was like a chorus
1: no i like that part too though and i like the verse the bridge so part, I,
0: of course being the part that goes something like that nah, nah, yeah nah, nah, yeah
1: no that's that's the bridge
0: Andrew, what did you think of the uh, verse part?
1: Yeah, what did you think of the part that went...
2: (laughs) I was going to try to join in, but I (laughs) forgot how to play instruments.
1: You don't need an instrument to do this part. (laughs) Right? You just (laughs) need your imagination. Imagination.
2: we, We had Jesse,
0: our bass player, on here for like... Three months. Wait, <laughs> <place. laughs> I can got play you bass. You
2: had to
1: get a shot in. I, I
2: remember how to play bass. All right, kinda. Andrew, you're the
1: new bass player. All right, <laughs> nice.
2: I don't own a bass though. Well, Okay, well we can fix that. Uh, Jared okay. owns a bass. It's you mm-hmm. mail it to me. I'm gonna get a bass for Christmas. And then I'll be the bass That's player. If someone mails me a bass. I'll be a bass player.
1: You can order it on the internet. No one needs to. I mean, I guess. Do you want Jeff Bezos to mail it to you?
0: I don't know. If someone buys it for me, then maybe. So I mean, are we locking in the third one? I guess yeah, let's it lock. Back. Lock, lock, lock it in. We got a double, lock double, double three. Some triple double, double triple.
1: It's a it's a it's a triple double. I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tri- quadruple. Triple double triple. would be like we're taking all th- three of both of ours. <laughs> <laughs> like that's six songs that's half the album we just knocked it out in one
1: month. triple double yeah it's an ep right there baby
0: <laughs> that is an ep uh and you know what an ep needs is some album art
1: that's right that's right <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna I, get I andrew an back in the art dungeons
2: in the dungeon, i like my dungeon it's pretty nice yeah pretty great in here it's nice in um in the summer and in the winter that's great. Um, keeps me nice and dry. Um and it, it pays the bills. It's my du- art dungeon.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think I think you've already stated that you are going to design our album art. I think you called <laughs> it already. It, I think you had dibs potentially. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, I mean, the you first, can always reneg on those dibs. The first one is mine for sure. F- no first just, one's mine. No, that, I mean, that's how we that's how we designed it, though, like it like that can in, you know, it, it's like it, it's able to evolve to be able to um, have other artists be able to come in and like do other different types of patterns and stuff, you know? Yeah, so but think,
1: we only have eyes for you.
2: That's all that matters too. <laughs> eyes and pockets.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> Pay your artists,
1: Please. We got to make sure that Andrew can afford Taco Bell every time he sees the turnstile commercial.
2: Oh, yeah. I was like, I was, gonna, I was so ready to be like, I hate this. They sold out, yeah. man. And then I saw it and I was like, I want Taco Bell.
1: <laughs> they got you. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> time to get it. It's time for me to get Taco Bell now. No.
1: So, Andrew... Uh, w- where can people find you? We talked about it a little bit earlier in the episode, but uh, if people wanted to Venmo you to pay for your Taco Bell, <laughs> you want to put your Venmo out there?
2: No, I'm not going to put my Venmo out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, people can follow me on Instagram, AI. but also check out my freelance business, AO Frontera Creative. Frontera, I'm using Spanish now. Frontera Could- means border, so... <laughs> It's pretty good. they got Border Creative.
1: That's Woo. wonderful.
2: Yep. So hire us for all your design needs. That's right. Whatever that means.
1: I don't know what that means, but everyone has their own either. design needs. Everyone needs a brand these days. We've Everyone established has
2: needs, and sometimes they need graphic design things. So right, we're there.
1: Graphic design is the new business card. You got yes. your wedding
0: That's graphics. It. You got your band yep. podcast graphics. You got your, yeah. uh, your generic shoe company side graphics. of the truck graphics, <laughs> billboard the truck graphics.
2: graphics. There you go.
1: Yeah. Uh Coffee mug graphics. Yeah. It's t-shirt
2: graphics.
1: Wow. All these so things. So many, so many different, so many different. think about it.
2: Like if you actually think about it, like think of all the <laughs> packaging and stuff. <laughs> design is everywhere. <laughs>
1: Just if you really think, think about, about it. it, yeah. If you
2: really think about it. <laughs> I actually
1: I actually do deserve to have a job and be Somet- paid for my work.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'll like open something. It's like the toilet paper wrapping. It has like a print on it. And I'm like, somebody somewhere took the time to design that. <laughs> and you're like, I wish it was me. thrown away. No, not necessarily that. But like it, you know, like it, it's just like the little things, you know, you're just like someone took the time to. It's like the user interface or like the oh, how yeah. you interact with it, like the, the Apple stuff, you know, the user experience of opening it and everything, too. You're like, someone took the time to design that to make sure it felt mm-hmm. like the best. So I always think about that sometimes. I'm like, everybody, you know, it's all orchestrated to yeah. make and, and you feel a certain way.
1: As an engineer, I know that someone has to make that call, and it's certainly not me.
2: Yeah, they don't pay you enough. There's not
0: enough zeros in that paycheck.
1: Well, they don't want my, you. Don't want me making those kinds of decisions. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. look like crap.
0: I mean, it's been it's been part of human history all the way back to when, uh, you know, it's it's what differentiated the the stone axes, the the ones with the red fingerprint. You got to get Unga's stone axes. <laughs> Because they had the graphic design.
1: That was the graphic design. Was Unga put his bloody fingerprint on the axes? Yeah,
0: that was, was the graphic like, design. It's the one you want. And like everyone forgot about like uh, Bo- Bobo's
1: right, stone axes. Right.
0: Like they were just boring.
1: Unga would go up there in his black turtleneck and be pitching the new version of the I completely forgot about this in my art
2: history class.
1: <laughs> Unga and Bunga, you forgot that? I That's kind of
0: forgot about it. You, then, gotta, uh, you gotta brush
1: up on your art history, buddy.
0: <laughs> M- many millennia later, the band Oinga Boinga uh right, right. recaptured that energy. And-
1: Certainly. <laughs> and who can forget their graphic design?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what it looks like, but uh who could forget?
0: Who yeah, can right? forget it? It's probably vaguely Tim Tim Burton-esque.
1: <laughs> Tim Burton-esque. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably yeah yeah
0: danny elfman tim burton you know something like that
1: yeah this was a week we almost got through without a danny elfman reference so good job (laughs) oh bummer we may uh, we snuck it in at the at the buzzer
2: there it is sliding into home
1: yeah well check out Andrew on Instagram, he's always posting fun stuff. Check us out on Instagram if you want to see all this fun art that we've been describing so vividly that maybe you think you can see it in your head but you haven't seen the true beauty of it. Go to go to our Instagram at bad.wallpaper.band uh, Check out your podcast feed. You'll be like, wow, this looks really spiffy. I trust these guys. Uh, that's all because of Andrew and we, we thank him and we thank him for his time tonight uh, joining us on the pod. So thanks again,
2: Andrew. No problem. Take it easy. <laughs>